people they play scare under Conte. The guy is constantly running back and down the line. Is there? I'm just going bananas. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> listen, listen. You're like a giraffe. You're very tall. I'm very tall. He's tall. How tall are you? Six very three. Tall compared to me. Compared to Mike, six yeah, two? you're very tall. Six two. Six two. How many is that? How tall in, were your parents? Uh, meters. My dad was five eleven. Well, how tall is your mom? That's five, tall. Six, five eleven is not tall. Five six. Well, so Mike is tall. Five eleven. I'm five eleven. Bro, I'm taller yeah, than both his, my parents. Yeah, but he's six two. Yeah, but his his father's generation probably were like five yeah, five. But how did he six two you and your dad six five eleven? Oh, it's easy. I'm six feet. My dad's five eight. Bro, I'm taller than both my parents. Yeah, but he's five eight now. And what was he back then? In the ten they shrink, bro. Yeah, but not not that much. Your grandpa was five, tall. Nine, Somebody five, was tall. My father was tall. Your father's not tall. He's five eleven is. I'm six feet. It's one inch off. It's not that much. Think, six foot. I'm, six foot is tall. I'm it's taller, one inch. Nah, but I'm six foot sounds. I'm taller than both my parents. Yeah, but now. What does that mean? You they shrink. Yeah, a little bit, not a whole foot, bro. Yeah, what were you? You're you're probably like seven foot. Peter Cha Cha. <laughs> <laughs> Been <laughs> <laughs> what is this bullshit? Is this IFTV or BMI? <laughs> what is up, everybody? And welcome back to the Seria Audio Experience We're with back, IFTV. Baby. Antonio, I don't think we've ever had more requests to see your face than for today's episode. For my face? For your face. Oh. Yes, Too bad you have a mask. You have a cover, but... You know, <laughs> revealed. We've never, and I'm gonna say it's never had an episode that's more requested than this one right now. Every single thing has gone your way these past two days, and I know you're playing it calm. You're playing it cool. You're usually screaming on the top of your lungs. By the way, by the time you get here, and you've already already given it to um, Peter and I in the in the group chat that we have. Um, before we we get to you, Mike, how you feeling? How I'm feeling? How are you feeling? Yeah. Feeling pretty good. Always feels good because regardless, his team, one of his team is gonna win. It's that a Roma. Uh -huh. And if they don't, I just flip to the next yeah, one. Yeah, just flip. So I'm always feeling good. All right. Uh, what were you trying to do? Were you trying to like get at me or something? No, not at all. Oh, I just didn't. I was just moving away from Antonio oh, okay. for the for the time being. That's it was it. definitely interesting round. I didn't expect. Oh, what did you get? Results. How much did you pay for a stupid looking haircut? <laughs> I just five dollars. No, five dollars. They paid me for this. Tell them how much. Tell them how much. No, it's not. Tell him how much. Tell him how much. But it's not the haircut. I know, but I just tell him how much. Down. It was twenty-five dollars. You gotta be. <laughs> but I have my hair usually up. I just kept. Imagine paying twenty-five dollars for this. How much you pay for your haircut? <laughs> I have people paying me to get the cut. Ah. Our barber actually wants to cut both of your guys. Oh, really? He wants to do an episode one time of us talking while During he does video. all of our hair. Oh, yeah. that sounds good to me. Would you do it? Yeah. 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 What's the what's what is your barber? His name is Sydney. He wants to come here and do it. Sydney. Sydney. He's from Brazil. He's Brazilian. Yeah. He'll watch the Serie A. You scared? Yeah, he likes Serie A. He better likes AC Milan. No, he doesn't like AC Milan. What is he like? Juventus? No, he doesn't like no, anything. He's, he's just Brazilian he's guy. He's a flipper like me. <laughs> um, Peter, right. how are you? I'm all right. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I think we've come to a realization that there's not much more to, to feel at this point. To feel? It took you this yeah. long. That was tough. <laughs> no, I mean like... <laughs> no, meaning, meaning like... <laughs> meaning like there's six more games, it's over. Can't get any worse we'll, than that. No, right? well, well, I mean, it could get worse. You could, you could be a Milan fan and uh, be 25 points below and, and, not have 20, and not have 40, points, uh, 40 million in your, in your bank account come August. But, I mean... 
it's all right. Oh my God, you, th- you think I'm going to cry for that? No. No, I'm <laughs> just saying 40 million next year is okay. We'll, we'll, we get Hakimi, we get a couple more auditions. Yeah. Next year will be interesting. Guys, this is lo- losers talking. Because that's what they do. No, they said, okay, we have to just find a way to stick the knife on those guys. They've been winning, 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 winning. And here we are with this stupid loser of content. What the hell are you guys keeping that imbecile still on the bench? The guy's good on acting. I'm telling you. I don't know if you... I text you guys. I said, the guy, he probably went to NYU acting school. Mm. <laughs> scholarship? Did he get a full scholarship? Yo, he's good. He, he looks almost... He's crying and all that stuff. That guy doesn't give a damn. The guy does not give a rat shit for, about Inter. The guy's there for the money only. What are you talking about? 1,000%. He doesn't give a damn. We, um, we're going to get into everything. And I know there's, there's a lot of topics. There's Inter that drew that I know you really want to talk about. There's question marks, um, a lot from the Inter fans, actually, about Antonio Conte, um, if he's going to remain as a manager. There are already reports that he might not remain. Uh, we got Lazio, who lost. We've got Juventus that lost the front, the top three, all losing or dropping points this weekend. Uh, but Atalanta continuing to push up. So we got a lot to talk about. We have Champions League draws that we're going to talk about. That's We've great. got transfer market. We have controversy that we're going to have to call out for certain people. We got quotes. We got a bunch of stuff. There's there's a lot of content that we're going to need to uh, get into today that we're going to need to take our teeth into today. Uh, but I want to remind everybody and let everybody know, July 20th, mark your calendars. We have a merch drop. The next one is coming. We'll pop some pictures on the screen right now. Uh, there's a link in the bio so that you could sign up for the mailing list and get a one-hour early release so that you can't say that you didn't have enough time to get it. Exactly. And also... At the end of this podcast, like always, there's going to be an extended audio version with a Q&A from everybody that had questions on Twitter. And let me tell you, there are lots of questions, and they're mostly for Antonio and for people wanting to hear your opinion on so many different matters. So Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, anywhere you listen to your podcast, there's going to be an extended. After this video is over, there will be an exclusive Q&A. Let's jump into the first game and the one that everybody wants to hear from you, Antonio. On our scoreboard after this match, everyone said we need Antonio's reaction. You did send us a little video, but Milan come from behind, beating Juventus, scoring four goals, four to two. How Listen, do you feel? The way you, how long have you, have you known me so far? Uh, too long. All right. So here's the deal. I said a tie or Juventus win, not because I said it because uh, it's this is what I do. Okay. I will never Find call AC Milan win. So, but I knew on You're the back. Confident. I knew it. Okay. You knew it, but you didn't say it. I respect that. I knew it. Uh, How do you respect that? Anybody could say that about anything. But I believe in Antonio. I knew, I knew Lecce I was going to win 2-1, and I knew they were going to score in the I, 72nd minute. I felt minute. the energy from I didn't Antonio. say it. Listen, I didn't say it, but I knew it. Nothing, I believe you. respect you. it. Thank you. Nothing, you can ask my colleagues over there to uh, commentate. They can say, listen. My colleagues. It can happen. Anything can happen. I mean, those are two mistakes of Romagnoli. Romagnoli, for me, is not an AC Milan player. The guy, wow. the guy doesn't belong not even on the bench of Juventus Whoa. or Inter. You can actually have a piece. He's the future. You. Keep on. So, two major mistakes of Romagnoli and Juventus is up to nothing. I mean, uh, what more do you need to know? Okay? And that guy has been placed on the Italian national team. You see, this is, when the time comes to be critical about, about AC Milan, I, I'm the first one. I'm not uh, into the pocket of anybody like, uh, like, like you guys. Mm-hmm. I call it the way it is. Mm-hmm. So when I saw when the penalty was given to us, I said, okay, this is going to start some trouble. Okay. And then sure enough. So it wasn't a penalty? It was a penalty. Oh, okay. oh start some trouble that's going to trouble to Juventus. Trouble for Juventus. Mm-hmm. As a so, penalty? 
It was a penalty. Okay. It was 1,000% penalty. Against Juventus, it's a penalty. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Bonucci was complaining. What, is he, what, what, what was he complaining about it? That imbecile. That guy's an imbecile. What happens if it hits off the person from first before? Of all. He, backed, he stabbed the Juventus on the back to, when he, he came to AC Milan. Then he started to cry like a little baby. Take me back, take me back. <laughs> so they took him back to a stupid loser. And then he caused a penalty. They called it. They look at the penalty. They give it the penalty. The guy didn't have to stay three, three minutes or five minutes to look at the staff. As soon as he saw it, that's a penalty. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got 2-1 and then 2-2 two, two, and then 3-2 uh, and then it could have been six. Man. It could have been at sick. least six. Well, you scored, uh, I think, four, uh, three goals in six minutes? Mm-hmm. Five minutes. Five minutes. Um, credit to you guys. You did. You really, you really showed no, more credit character. Sorry, because sorry on the okay. 2 nothing. you're 62 minutes. You're winning 2 nothing. okay? And instead of just starting to, uh, to shore up your midfield and maybe reinforce the, the, rear, uh, the rear end of Juventus, now you just uh, you make the change. Uh, you're taking Pjanic out, and then you're, you're putting all of those uh, yeah, I don't know, losers. That. You take Quadrato out. No, how co- do you do that? I mean, it was a complete blackout from, from the team on display. And I think last week I was criticized for saying that De Ligt, uh, followed by Dybala, were the, are the two most important players for Juventus. And I think that today, I mean, not today, sorry. A couple days ago, we saw how important, I mean, Bonucci Bonucci has literally made his career off playing alongside a better center back. Bonucci Bonucci has made his career off playing next to Chiellini, off playing next to Barzai, off playing next to somebody else. Anytime he's had to play against somebody, somebody else, play alongside, he's horrible. But Rugani didn't play bad. Rugani, oh, Rugani. Not bad. God, are you crazy? Rugani was. He almost scored. Third goal was all his fault. He almost scored. He's got to. He's got to learn how to defend yeah, before he could go on to really, score a goal. Um, no, there's a lot of uh, players for Juventus that are just completely useless and a uh, blackout. Either way, that shouldn't happen. Alexandro, I don't know what he's doing, that throwing pass. that ball away. Danilo's that was uh, beautiful. That, <laughs> oh, I love it. Perfect that, pass to Bonaventura. To Bonaventura. 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 What a rabbit. What a goal, yeah, man. That was a nice shot. They, Boom. <laughs> Dan, you... Danilo is, I mean, exactly what you would expect. He's as... Uh, no, no, no. Danilo's, it may, never made any sense why they swapped Cancelo for him. Danilo's as useless as a freaking pet rock. The guy does nothing, doesn't provide anything for, for Juventus or, or do anything in any sense of the word. Pet rock. That was funny. Yeah. But he's a butcher too. He's real nasty. He yeah. just goes very hard on the on the legs. He doesn't go for the ball. But you mentioned complete blackout. And again, I think you saw the real importance of a guy like Delict, who actually is a leader in the back, which Juventus do not have. And then up top, Iguain, who did nothing for ninety minutes, however long. I don't even know. I don't even know because he he didn't show up. So he I don't know how shot. long he, he played. Oh, very good. Great job. You're number nine. You took one shot that nobody remembers. Uh, so yeah, uh, DiBala in that role. That should have been um, that he needed to have been there, but it's just it's it's kind of sad that they were lying. I don't think it's as big of a deal as everybody's making it. To be honest, I'm not as concerned. Just you just to why? be honest, because Lazio lost before. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I and I had a feeling I was telling him I was like I think Inter's gonna slip up too. Um, I know I understand that these games happen, and I think that we understand the reasons why they happen. Not saying that they're acceptable, but we do understand. And also credit to Milan. In my opinion, it's probably one of the best games I've seen from you guys in the past ten years. That I've watched Milan. Ten I haven't... years. Yeah, oh, when they won lot. the Scudetto. 2011. 2010, 2000. 2011, they won. 2010, 2011, yeah. Out of the ten years. So nine, now? eight, nine years. It's one of the most memorable performances. What, at least they, to... what have Milan done? Yeah, what's another performance that you're saying? One, one, 
the last time they were, within ten years is not a better performing match. Ask, okay, so which one is no, it? I'm asking. I'm, I know. I, I said it. You're questioning. But I'm don't worry. Don't worry. Keep going. What on with your I was giving, with your BS. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. giving you guys a compliment. Hey. I was giving Milan a compliment. No, no compliment. Sound, okay. We don't need compliments. How is it not a compliment? You I said, said that they ten years they had one performance. I don't think there's any Milan fan out there that will not agree that they haven't been good for the past nine to ten years. I think every single Milan fan will agree. Either way, besides the point, if you find the better game that they did, okay, very good. Uh, and and they showed they showed a lot of heart and determination to get back into the match. Rebic again proving so important. And Kessia was real good too. Kessia, a player that's been a little, um, you know, yeah, he's a little bit <clears throat> confusing. And I think credit to Pioli. I know you've talked very bad about Pioli for a long time, saying that he's not a Milan coach. He's a loser. He's this. He's that. I think that there's an argument that Pioli has done a lot of good for Milan and stabilizing the team. They beat back-to-back Lazio and Juventus, the two top teams in Serie A. Since the break, they've been great. I don't remember how many points exactly that they've had. I think that there's an argument that Pioli should stay on for next season. I don't think so. <laughs> Pioli is, a, is an imbecile, okay? <laughs> Come on. You Pioli, what he just did for you. Pioli, Pioli against Spal, he, he could have saved the, he could have he put AC Milan over the top. On the first half, he should have made the change for Ibrahimovic. And AC Milan will have won that game. Yeah, but you can look at he waited on the last 15 minutes to put Ibrahimovic inside. So let's put that aside. Pioli, it's not an AC Milan coach. It will never be. So unfortunately, now things are changing Let again. Me, for can AC I give Milan. you one stat real quick? I don't care. Stefano about Pioli is the first just, AC Milan coach to put four goals past Juventus since 1989. Listen, yeah, listen. but they were in Rogani in defense. Listen, Juventus. I'm just saying the sad. And Sandro Gale. You got to play who you're in front of. I got to tell you Juve, something. Juve's had bad teams since 1989 till till today. There's something. been some bad teams. If this is going to be the Juventus and Inter that I'm going to be watching on the on the UEFA and the Champions League. You better you better brace yourself for a huge disappointment. So unless you guys are really wake up, you guys are going to be embarrassed. What do you guys think about my Pioli? Nah. Should, should Pioli be sacked? <coughs> Pioli for me. He's not. I agree with Antonio, unbelievably. But he's not. He's not. He's not. A, he's, not a, he's not a top coach. No. He's a coach where, where Milan is right now, he can be able to 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 make sure the team stays level, that they're not uh, losing by big scores. But he's not going to take you over the next level. It depends on what Milan wants. Isn't there? Isn't there an argument that? Milan has continued to change coaches and you have no stability. And maybe you have a guy right now who's providing you some stability. I'm not saying you're going to jump to the top, yeah. but what coach is going to take Milan to the top next year? No, but you have to have a project. This, not, guy, not this guy was not selected. This guy was put because there was nobody else. He's, he's, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. We can't, we're looking at only these last couple of games. How about... The, the games that he was in charge over the long run. I yeah, mean, he need time to adapt. No, but what I'm yeah, but what I'm trying no to say signings. is, no. he's not like you guys. He's are, not. You guys uh, are the sold guy. out again on again on Sarri. Look at you. You're already you're already starting to build up all your uh, your pride for Sarri again. Before you wanted Sarri out. Now all of a sudden Sarri is a good coach for you again, right? How did he say that? I'm talking to you. I said I don't want Sarri out. Oh, you there's no replacement oh. for Sarri. You don't, there is no replacement for yeah, Sarri. Who are you gonna get? Oh my God! Even Mike can do a better job than that. Nah. I appreciate. Ibra that. said that. What are you trying was, to say? Can I get the same salary or not? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Ibra said that if he was there since the start of the season, Milan would have won the Scudetto. And Ibra also said what for next say? season, if he's there, they'll win Listen, the Scudetto. Listen, uh, I believe uh, it would have made a huge difference. I'm not sure about the Scudetto, but uh, definitely uh, maybe second place. Whoa, Man, second, second place. place. Yeah. Above Inter or below Inter? Oh, much above Inter, but I don't even put them inside. Inter, listen, Inter, they got lucky four or five for four or five games. 
And now they play the way they the way they should be. They're supposed to be playing because that's what they all are—a bunch of losers. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. There's I think I think the difference is that Juventus gets away with a blackout because they're ten points above, yeah. and Inter gets crucified because they're that's how the, the media works in Italy. No, they it's always they always attack you. They always attack the Inter. They always attack Inter. Whereas Juventus, they have the gap, <laughs> and they have when Juventus and they have they had a Juventus let in three goals in five minutes. And but just because of where they're at, no one makes a big deal. It's exactly what Inter. It's not based on the team. It's because they already they won a bunch of. They're nine points above everyone else. That's yeah, why it's but not that big of a deal. But it, what I'm trying to say is, it's yeah. still a danger. And the only thing that's lucky is that Lazio okay, sucks and Inter can't do anything. But it would have been it would have been a big deal if Lazio had won. If yeah. Lazio had won, it would have been and a these big teams, deal. They don't know how to. Had won, it would have been a bigger problem for a while that they can't capitalize on. Yeah, but you can't get mad. And that no, but I'm saying what we were trying to say is that. We make a big deal out of Inter losing points, but then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still, but there's still a blackout. Juventus lost two not. Juventus are winning two nothing, and they lost to Milan. Milan's a subpar team this year. Milan, the same thing with Milan. Milan were winning two two nothing versus Inter, and Inter beat them four two. Pete, listen to yourself. If the roles were reversed, it would have been the same thing. It's just a position. It's uh, like you lost against AC Milan and Inter Milan. Yeah. Uh, on, you lost on the same game. The then, right? Wow, Pete. Um, but you know what? I like that. I like. That. It will be a big deal if Juventus lose to tomorrow is going to be the game for us. Uh, Atalanta. Atalanta. If Atalanta yeah. beat Juventus, I think that's where some fear will start to set in. You play now. You're going to play in, in Torino, right? I, th- I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it the doesn't first make game, any difference anyway. So it, it makes a little difference. But either way, let's let's move on. Let's move on to 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 Inter because I know that's where you guys want to. You guys want to go. I wanted to give compliment to Milan oh, okay. with Benacer and Kese in the midfield. Thank they, you. They look like they work well. Benacer is a creator. Kese the breaker. Better midfielder than what you have. Nah, it's like a little Piero Gattuso almost, but, right? Yeah, that version. type of uh, version. And you know, Juventus also. Look, Milan for the first half, they Juventus didn't do much. I have to say, the second half they scored two goals off of mistakes. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's very true. uh, Off mistakes, yeah. It's not that. It's not that they did something brilliant. Both of them. But there's also other people that were culpable in that. The second one, Theo got nutmegged by Rabiot. Oh yeah. That's like you getting nutmeg by Mike. <laughs> yeah, but look, Romagnoli. Romagnoli is supposed to put a wall right there in front of him. Yeah, what about Kajar? Kajar was right Kajar next to him. Kajar. 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 Romagnoli threw, threw Kajar's off, off It was the time. more than just Romagnoli that made a mistake. Romagnoli is culpable on both situations. He is culpable, but he's not the only thing that's culpable. Both of them. Both of the goal is on him. Okay. Uh, anything else for Milan? No, right? We, we deserve the win for two. Yes. Yeah, I agree. We'll take the three points. Congratulations. We're just going to put it on the bank and just hopefully they're going to pay dividends for us for uh, qualifying for uh, for the wafer. I mean, we're not looking for uh, to win everything like those guys over here, the three pretty people. Hey, it is what it is. It's we good scramble. for your morale. Yeah, we're I, scramblers and uh, we know that we have nothing to lose. What were your honest reactions, though, when you guys scored the 2 2 other than the 3 2 4 2? Be honest with me. <laughs> Screw Juventus! That's oh my like, God, I was uh, raging with a little kid too. Yeah, I you was made a raging. little bet. Oh my Anybody God. wants to check Antonio's page on Instagram? He made a little bet with uh, what's his name? Gio. Gio with Gio, uh, who's a Juventus fan, and he made him put on a AC Milan shirt. He did. He did wear it like a good sport. He did. He was a nice kid. He was much nicer than I would have been to you. You guys are picking on him a little and bit. Gio uh, watches so the podcast much. all the time. Hey, Gio. By yeah, the way, we know we're Gio. Talking, we're talking about you. You see what happened? Those three losers over here. They're trying to, uh, you know. I'm Don't worry. No, you're you. not. You're not. This is a backstop at Mike. Let's go on. Let's go on to uh, to Inter. Uh, two two draw 
with Elas Verona, a match that they had in their hands, um, essentially, and yeah, it was it was in their hands. Oh, they came back. was in their own hands. Elas Verona could have been up though three zero. I'm just saying. that's fine, but yeah, in, in a match, half, yeah, there's, there's yeah, know, many times that you could say they that. Close it off. Um, but again, like we've seen with Inter, I think there's there's a stat in the last like 20 minutes of the match, 15 or 20 minutes. How many times you guys have have given up? Oh, yeah. uh, you look like you got a headache from me. Uh, yeah, well, from what, there was a statistic that we were listening to. Inter with leading, they've lost 20 points. That's crazy. crazy okay, that's so crazy. That's, that's 20 points. That's you're on top of the, the league table. The, you, you know what I'm saying? So that's a problem, and that's a problem that. I can I can blame Conte to a certain extent, and why I say so. There's been a lot of uh, whatever fans and stuff commenting Conte out this and that. He's a problem. I don't believe all, I don't I don't believe all of it. All the, all the, all I can say is, but Conte's defensive approach, for some reason, has not worked with this Inter. And we can look at all the Juventus games, Chelsea games, where the where the defense was solid. They won games 1-0, 2-0. Mm -hmm. Inter, if you look at the last couple of games or whatever, on average, I think they average around one and a half, two goals allowed Conceded. per game. Yeah. Okay? And that's, and that's a big problem. Oh, and that's a big problem. So there's something wrong in the mechanism of his 3-5-2. Mm -hmm. uh, are the defenders that we have capable of playing a 3-5-2. We see Skriniar, who has suffered all year long, okay, where the spacing and having to cover a, a larger amount of field in this three-man is not working. And yesterday was the, a disaster, okay? Within two minutes, this guy gets beat one-on-one -on -one like that. We never see Skriniar get beat. And then, Madison. nonetheless, Andanovic gets beat near post. Can't have, I can't have that happen. That being said, you does, have. Does Skriniar? I just wanted to finish with that because that's one of the questions I had. Does he just not work in a back three? I'm not. I I don't know if it's not working in a back three or just that the spacing is off. They're not understanding the full mechanism of it, and it could be that he's not made to play in a backman defense. Could you explain he's, to me because you're saying a three-five-two compared to a four-man backline? You explain to me well, and there's a lot of people asking questions. What's so different about a three-man backline and a four-man backline? Why they having difficulties to adjust? One one the player that could be an example for you is yeah. Bonucci. When yeah. Bonucci played in a three-man backline under Conte, he thrived. Because he could play in a position where he didn't have as much of a role. And in a two-man, you do have more responsibility, but there's also less question marks of who goes and who stays. Yeah. And I just want to add, wait, wait. The right played in a three-man back line. Skriniar hasn't played and Godin hasn't played in a three-man, realistically. The right looked good in a... It but looks I'm saying, very good. What, why, why do you think? Why does a three-man back line work or not work? And what's the responsibilities oh. compared to a four-man back line? Well, it's not so much working or not working. It's more so the understanding that there's more space to cover okay. in the three-man. Because... Yeah. I don't have anything to show you, but yeah, in, show you. on a three-man back line, right, you, you, you cannot be as aggressive. Skriniar is known to be an aggressive defender. But if he steps too often, aggressively goes after and misses, yeah. there's a lot of space now that the opposing team can take advantage of, and it breaks down the whole defense. Instead, if you're one of the center backs with the four-man defense, you have two that are able to close down right next to you, and there's less space in that back line. So... I, I see that problem that Skriniar hasn't been able to be as aggressive and in turn has hurt his defensive that. ability. 
Devry, like you said, with the Lazio used to playing a three-man defense, mm-hmm. and that center role has been able to play, quote-unquote, the, the sweeper, the old sweeper position where he cleans up everything. That's what Bonucci did. Okay. That's yeah. exactly what he did. And then Godin has been completely lost. He doesn't have the speed as he what he once had. He's a physical defender, man marking and stuff. But in that position, in a three-man back, he has way too much space that he has to cover, cover too much man. ground to cover. And also, he can't play the ball. He doesn't know how to pass he's the ball, move the, the ball, wow. can't go up and down. That guy's a national right. player. Yeah, but there's certain way there's All certain right. ways that they play. That being said, now. Conte, on, if we watch this Inter team, Conte has changed a little bit. It's not the Conte of the Juventus time. The Conte of the Juventus time, I, what I've seen is that he's, more, he's taken a more offensive approach and playing the ball from the back this year compared to what I remember. And he's also been able to put more men forward. And we changed the formation now. I think, I think also just one perspective of it too. I think you guys have better strikers. And Juventus had a better midfield, so his midfield kind of Covered dominated. Him. His midfield dominated games, and his his strikers up top were never like. I mean, we played with like Vucinic, Jovinko, um, guys that were not like the most uh, Llorente, guys who were not as talented. I think, in my opinion, as Lukaku and Lautaro are. Good. Okay, the answer for you we're debating now the three five two. He's the answer. No, I'm not Did debating. The I'm just saying. No, the guy that the, the stupid phone uh, draft, the the phone call draft. Is the deal. Your 3-5-2, it's only on the offensive situation where the three, the three defensive liner comes back. As soon as you guys lose the, lose the ball, it becomes a 4. 5. It becomes, wait, it can becomes an hybrid between 4-4-2 and 5-3-2. Okay? So here's the deal. The deal is that you have a bunch of losers over there. Godin is not used to play. Incredible analysis. Yeah. Godin, <laughs> Godin is not used to play with Skriniard, with Devry. With all of those people that is supposed to be rely upon them, but when you see a screener, the top of the line, you guys have said a seven eighty million dollar player, be beat like a it's like not an idiot. Million what is it? It was free transfer. Okay, free transfer. Screener, free transfer. Yeah. All right. Right. I, I think my market value. How paid. much is it worth no, now? By the way, how much is it worth? 15, 20 million. Zero. No, zero. No. But anyway. <laughs> You get bit like that. There is no this 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 argument of the three 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 five two three four three. It's it's not an argument. This is an individual that should should know the basic of the defense. Okay, you are on your on your weak side. Anton, you're a defender. You are, you are on your weak side. You never get jumped on the weak side, and then the, the guy comes in and it beats but you down you're, on the weak side. That but that's what I'm saying. If you let me finish, I was saying that that particular play is inexcusable. In the sense that you can't blame Conte, you can't. These are things that you cannot have but happen not, at a professional. No, it's a screener that is not working. Well, that's what I'm saying. But screener is not working in that particular play. It happens. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say in the overall grand scheme of the of the season, it's been a constant failure of goals allowed, goals conceded. This has been the problem. We're not that Conte style team where you keep a game close, one nothing, and and win the game one nothing. And it's funny because so, that's kind of like what we but, expected. But that's Marco, that's what we expected. We're like, wow, DeVry, you know, Inter, Marco, listen to this. After the, after the end, Inter oh, yeah. have scored, since coming back, Inter have scored the most goals. But listen. Tied with Atalanta, I think. Let me just tell you. Let me finish up. Well, listen, the six that came, okay, what up. happened? Let me finish up. So, Those if, are still goal scored. the three defender is not the problem, it's 
the other problem could be that the, the midfield is not doing the filtering that it's supposed to do. They're losing a lot of balls. They're losing key balls over there. And they're not quick enough in coming back. Oh, listen. And I, helping. But, That's why when, when there is a goal on your net and you pick up the ball, I said, oh, you pick up the ball from the net. Who screwed up? Many times you look at the defender, but the vast majority of the time, if you look, you look at the game, on the second goal, I see Borja Valero. Yeah. Over there just was like that. Just like I oh, yeah, Vecino and Borja Valero. But that's hey, my point. My point is... The midfielder, they're not doing their job. No, my point is that we cannot blame everything on Conte. These are... Inter are losing and, and getting goals scored against on simple mistakes. Attention to detail. The goal that, that Verona scored was on two mistakes by two players. Okay? Skriniar letting the guy go by, which... I don't know how that happened. Like and Andanovic not covering his, his yeah, flat-footed and not covering his near post. One. The second goal was on a, a throw-in. Throw-in that you have to be on. There's no such thing as turning off. You are Inter. Vecino letting him go. Borja Valero not tracking back the midfielder. Nothing. One simple pass, one goal. Way too easy. And that's not Conte's fault. Conte cannot play. Conte is not on the field playing. He can only prepare the team how he can prepare the team. One thing that people can say is, why didn't Erickson play? Why did he make subs late? Why did he make subs? Listen, that's reading of the game, and maybe at a certain point, whatever, he's not reading the way that you would read or the way a lot of people will read. But up until now, we were progressing. Now I see his press you know, conference interview where all of a sudden his his demeanor has changed. It looks like he's had a funeral. Where he seems very, very quiet, depressed. very depressed, yeah, very confused. So I think him himself is having a very challenging season, okay? Uh, he doesn't understand how this Inter team isn't higher than what it is. I really think that he himself feels like he's done a subpar job. Now, what I want to see is how he, how he reacts. But is it now that you say, okay, let's forget about the season. Let's keep everybody healthy. And we're going to prepare for the Europa League coming in August. And next year, with a couple of additions, this is what we're going to do. Like what? Well, we already got Hakimi. Listen, Inter, for the longest time, the biggest problem have been the wingbacks. The winger, we've had Nagatomo, we've had Jonathan. What happened We have all these guys. Asamoah hasn't even played, been injured. I think he's not playing. Why is he on the bench? I don't know. It doesn't make any and sense. And that's his player, so he's I know. It's, it's, it's like, strange. one second, just to add on top, I think it's a very interesting argument that Peter has, and I think Peter shares a sentiment that's very different than most Inter fans. Most Inter fans that I've seen online <clears throat> have all been critical of Conte. They're very fed up with him. They're very fed up with the lack of substitution. I know substitutions was a big thing in the last game, saying that players, certain players were drained. Why are certain players playing? Why aren't certain players playing? Um, and most of the blame has gone to Conte, where they're saying, we are in the same, if not worse, position than last year. After spending money, are we? Is, is has Conte really improved us Nothing. as a team? No. The thing is, so... Con- That's not my opinion. Yeah, I'm no, just, I'm no, just no, saying what, I understand what, what the you're saying, but saying on there. You can be a supporter of Conte, against Conte, not see anything. But what you can say is, there is an identity to this team. They do play a certain style. Maybe it's a style you don't like. But there is an imprint to the Inter team. But what okay? does it matter if it's not a good style, according well, to these people? Well, it matters because the, the team, the players are in. The players are in it, and it also requires certain uh, guys being able to exploit that. If you have Candreva and he's, you know, 
scored the goal and also got the the oh, Suedo no. goal. But you need guys that are, are a higher caliber that can make decent cross in a you know game in game out. You need Lautaro who in the beginning of the season was on fire. Now is a shadow leave, of himself. Can't even leave the pass he can't even Sanchez pass the ball. You know, and that goes back to the Sassuolo game. Gagliardini puts in the back of name net. You're talking about a whole nother game. Uh, Lautaro passes the ball. You're talking about a whole nother so game. You're saying more of the blame is on all, the players. Rather this than is on the players, man. This is on the players. And what needs to be done is you need to have a mix. Inter do not have a w- winning players on their team. Does Atalanta have winning players on their team? Atalanta has no pressure. Oh, you got pressure what are, what now? Yeah. We've always had pressure. What is your pressure. Wait, one second. Since one the second. beginning, you wanted them to win the tripletta. Since the beginning, everyone oh, that said are. the anti-Juventus is, is Inter. There's always been pressure on, on Inter. There's yeah. pressure. Atalanta, as long as they play good, they don't care. So you're not... Uh, there's a lot of people asking for Conte to be gone at the end of the season. But you don't, you don't you're going to get rid of Conte for what? That's for a who? Lame, they say they say for who? Excuse. I'm just for gonna who? say they say Allegri. Okay, oh, you get Allegri. Everybody knows Allegri. You'll get the win. But you're gonna play boring oh, soccer. Really? But wait, yeah. you care more about not well, getting content, the win? No. Why? What I'm trying to say is that what's the project? Exactly. If the winning. project is yes, it's to win, but it's also to create something that it lasts. Why? Conte, I'm, not, I'm not arguing Conte's against that. I'm just arguing. Spectacular, according to you, what's there? It's boring too. Conte is boring. No, you see the movement in the play. Movement. You see the one movement. One movement. movement. One movement, one movement. You can see the movement, the one wing backs movement. and stuff, and the style. That's why he plays with that three-five-two. Listen, you. I don't like. I don't particularly like a three-five-two. All of the best midfielders that you have in Europe. Yeah. Two in Italy. Oh, Eriksen, Barella. Barella, since he hasn't touched Bro, the field in, in Anto, how long? Injured for how That's long? That's a man. They're injured. They're not playing. They're, not playing. They're injured. What do they do? Of course, it matters. The system that this guy has, and you say is in print. Does not exist. It never existed to begin with. This guy is a phony. Okay? Conte is a phony. Explain. Explain. I'll tell you the reason. Back why. up what you're saying. Conte, I'm telling you, it's not a coach that people, that the players, they have his back. Because he, it's, he's too nervous. His body language is not conducive for people to do better. And as soon as you have a bad game, you get benched. Look, Lautaro. He doesn't perform 100%. He sits on the bench. We were just arguing the fact that Lautaro needs to sit down. Wait and why didn't he sit down last week? A coach is supposed to be instill some sort of a confidence on the player. I said, oh, okay, listen, don't worry. You can make a mistake, but the next time around, just do this. People, they play scared under Conte. The guy is constantly running back and down the line. He's here and just going bananas. <laughs> What's that to do? Listen, listen. Same so Candreva. Candreva, for example. Candreva did it was it was the best player that you guys had over there. Candreva last year. How was Candreva last year? He sucked. How was he this year? He sucks again. He's a lot better than last no, year. Listen, but, but but the bottom line is Conte is not a great coach. Lukaku, how many goals does he score? He's not even a good motivator. Yeah, Lukaku. come on. Also, listen. also Lukaku. Look at the importance when Lukaku came off for Inter. Yeah, but Marco, listen to this. Now Lukaku, he and went off, and your team is like, we're, we're done with." No, I'm not done with it. Lautaro's gonna step up. Lautaro and Lukaku, they've been figuring out now. Defensive. The whole season, Calante has been asking for Vice Lukaku. Hey. The whole season. Okay. So and he hasn't got anybody. Okay. So the bottom line is the Italian Italian style of the uh, the Campionato Italiano of defense. It's a it's a way that you look at the tape, you study the players. You're studying the player, and you know what's the weakness of the, of the offensive mm-hmm. player, and you know what the strength of the, of the offensive player. Coaching that we have in Italy, they're not as stupid as Conte. You got that Zerbi, 
You got a lot of coaches that they already figured them out and they know their moves. Are you saying this is Conte's fault? Yes, it is. Entirely? Okay. Yes, it is because he makes them play very rigid, very rigid scheme. People like Lautaro, people like uh, like Lukaku, they should be given the freedom to move around. I do agree. Don't give them a referendum. You just, you guys are giving are giving to. The, He's bad. He's breaking stuff listen, down. You guys, Inter has given the defensive uh, uh, setup of all the opposite team too much of a, of a, 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 a laser point. They know exactly where Lautaro is going to go. They that is exactly very true. That is very true. That's go. a good they point. They know exactly where everybody's going to go. That's a very so valid point. But yet, Inter's, but in, but in, Inter's problem isn't scoring goals. Inter's problem is letting the goals in. So well, Lukaku still scored. Lukaku has 20 goals. The one thing, the one We've thing been I will scoring. agree, and, and which to me, this is, you you guys know, I was, I was a Conte fan. Um, I always liked Conte a lot. But he does have his faults, and this has been admitted. He's a very stubborn coach. Yeah. He's an extremely stubborn coach who, in my opinion... At Juventus, he was always criticized for his substitutions. The guy did not read the game enough, and he was too stubborn and stuck in his ways of who he wanted on the pitch that he would not put in who was more important for the game. Even Cesc Fabregas gave a perfect example Bye. of this when he was at Chelsea, and that is who Conte is, and you're buying into that when you get Conte. And the thing, I have a question about Ericsson. You know, DiMarcio, and okay, this is DiMarcio, this is a journalist reporting. He says that Conte is not happy with the intensity of Ericsson in training. In my opinion... A player like Ericsson, it's he's balanced with a guy that does the the, the engine work. But he needs to have his freedom to right. do what Ericsson does the, best the and have that creative creativity. Yeah. It's like you know, Kaká and Gattuso, they balance each other out. Kaká did a lot of the creative work and Gattuso did the hunger. The, you can't have everybody be a the, Gattuso. The thing is, if Ericsson, what we have to figure out is Ericsson, did he come to Inter because it was Conte's choice? Was it Marotta's co- yeah. choice? Was it Zhang's choice? Yeah. That's all that's the problem. So that would that that is the the real problem because if it's not Conte's idea of a player, yeah, but what? How can Conte not like this player? Doesn't matter. The point is, if it's not if it's not Conte's idea of his player and his system, then he's not the right player to bring to the team because what happens is you create controversy more than anything else. Look at it. We're talking about Ericsson like if he was God savior to. To the earth. I had a quick no, question. But you're complaining about a midfield, and you have a very okay. good midfield, one that's been proven to be one of the best. Why in the not world? bring like, Ericsson back? You, what do you mean he's not that player? I, he's that exactly is, that, that, is, that, that player. Right. I'm saying that Conte. That but make any let sense. me just ask a question because I'm confused on this. Why did Conte do so good with Azuri, and he can't do it with better cal- caliber players like that? Why do you think? Why do you think? Well, they're very different. It's a, it's a tournament question. style. Tournament style is very different than, than a league style. Mike. But they're playing he's, incredible, though. He's usually... Right? I mean... Like, why does it work there? Mike. I get what you're saying. It's a different... Mike. Not let, as many games. Mike, let me tell you something about Conte. Erickson Erickson is a very good player. Not a good player. I wish I had him on AC Milan. The reason is, Conte is not capable to plug him on the on the situation to put him on the situation to excel gasperini on the other hand he will take a, a blow zero player and will make him do the best for himself and for the team if he fits the system once it does all the time if he fits the it system it does listen to me. what style does gasperini play listen to me what style does gasperini, gasperini play gasperini plays an up and down game what's what's the formation that he uses people play no offense and 20 what's the formation that he uses four, one, two. Three, what type of wingbacks does he have three, four, there's one, a specific type of wingback that has been used for genoa for, for atalanta all these guys that have to fit 
his style. Wait, you want the perfect example? Okay, Calabria, no Calabria. Uh, the, no, Caldara. the guy that Caldara. He sat on the Milan bench for a year and a half, two years. Because he was injured. He nah, was injured. Nah, 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 nah. Even when he was right. He was injured. The guy was never capable to do what he had to do because we had a bunch of losers. Yeah, but you cannot. Okay. Caldara is not the type of player. Okay. Caldara is a center back. All right. So this is just to make you a quick, like, a quick example. Erickson, you telling me does not have the brain to understand what the coach is telling you to do? Guy. He's been told to just do two, three movements only. He hasn't been given the freedom. That guy's Nana Cassano. If you tell Cassano... <laughs> you haven't said Cassano in a long time. If you tell Cassano that this that. is what I want you to do, I he's going to complete opposite. Go from left to right, up and down. You know what Come Cassano on. is going to tell you? Screw you. Oh, don't, don't make me say it. Go say, F yourself. Say it in Bares. Go F yourself. In Bares, you cannot tell in Bares. You cannot tell. I'm gonna say that. Que 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 ta? Vaffanculo. No, that's not Barez. Give me a good Barez one. Que shimalog. You cannot really tell a ball handler. You cannot really tell a ball handler how to move on the on the field. You you cannot tell Pirlo what to do. You cannot tell Cristiano Ronaldo what to do. But those are players or Dybala what to do. Those are players. They call it chicken like free range. Free range. When we came back, Ericsson came onto the field and actually did really well. Go over there and have a good time. Oh, are they going for a picnic? No. <laughs> Go over there and play soccer the way you, you know how to do it. Conte's got no system. It's got no imprint. It's got nothing. So all of this BS that you've been saying about Conte, Conte identity, Conte's got nothing. Zero. We're going to move on. Zero. We're going to move on to one question. Conte's got no identity. You're going to get to If he had an identity, you would have seen it on the field. Conte's got no identity. No identity. The problem is that we're letting go in. confused. Okay. I still don't know what kind of a system he's playing right now. I've been watching games. It's been eight months. I cannot figure that out. Did you get your glasses? No. Oh. Um, there are rumors about Conte potentially leaving. Uh, obviously, they're coming from uh, Momblano, who's uh, obviously always been hit and miss. He's gotten you know Ronaldo right. He's gotten Allegri right. He obviously Guardiola was the the big wrong one for him. Um, he's obviously a Juventus journalist, which take it in for, for what it is. He says, according to him, he says he's got a source that's close to Zhang and the upper that are, they're done with Conte. He said Zhang and all the directors um, are, it's not about the sporting results. It's about his attitude. It's mm -hmm. about the way that he comports. Uh, he um, what, What's the word? His body now? language on, the, on and off the field. <laughs> I wasn't going to say body language. Translator. The way that he composes himself. Mm -hmm. And some stuff that's happened beyond just the results of there that they want to move on with him. And Conte also gave in his interview saying, listen, at the end of the season, I'm going to make my considerations and the club will make theirs. And he said one other thing that I thought was key. He said, you know, we need to look at how far away are we from winning? He goes, maybe I think one thing, maybe the team thinks one th uh, another thing. So these are all things, and obviously as a Juventus fan, I remember back then, these were the remedies for Conte leaving Juventus. Mm -hmm. This, what he said, is almost picture exactly. perfect yeah. from what happened at Juventus Prajanized. and then what happened at Chelsea. This is the same exact thing that's happened time and time again with him. So it does lead me to believe that maybe there is rumors, but I still can't get over the fact that he makes $12 million and they're not going to sack a guy and pay him. He still got two years on his contract, and then you got to sign another coach. So you're paying Spalletti, Conte, and one other. Marco, That's the thing I can't get Marco, over. Marco, thank you for bringing that back. That Chelsea, that Chelsea analogy is per fit perfectly Conte. Thank you, Conte stuff. I'll tell you the reasons why. Conte, he had uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Diego Costa. Diego Costa, 
Diego Costa, he wanted to move Diego Costa like a, like a little burattino, like, hey, burattino. put a string on the top, hey, I want you to do this and that. Diego Costa told Conte, I said, you know what? Get the hell out of my side. I played the way I know how to play. So, once that started, when that, that relationship started to go sour, so there was no communication. Conte was asked to play Diego Costa because Diego Costa is one of the best talent on the English Premier League, and now it's... Of course, he used to play for Spain, and I'm, I'm not sure. He's an Atletico. He's an Atletico Madrid. So anyway, Simeone. The bottom line is again, we're going to move on after this. It's you last cannot night. tell. You cannot tell a champion, somebody that is, he has born with the with the ball attached and glued to his feet, how to move on the field. Champion. You can't tell that. You say, hey, listen, this is. Do you, you res- say, do you respect Pirlo's opinion? Yes. Pirlo said he's one of his better better coaches, one of the best coaches well, he ever had. Well, Pirlo has been polite because Pirlo yeah, now is trying to is trying to come up into the Juventus system, and he doesn't want to piss him off. But Pirlo, Pirlo, you never see Pirlo. Pirlo was given the freedom to do everything he wanted. So how did he on give Pirlo the freedom? But he's not going to give. That's what Conte hasn't learned yet. You Conte cannot, had him. Conte, Conte cannot coach a caliber team with all those the talent that Inter had. You guys should have at least. Maybe the Pogba's best Juventus. season was with Conte. And but co- Peter, Juventus is not doing that well this year. This was the year for you guys to win. This was they're not the doing year that well. They have only win. lost three games. Listen to me, because you are, you guys are loud. Juventus, but it's not us. Bro. The you whole campionato needs to do better. Did you guys beat Juventus by the way? No, we haven't. Okay. Um, Lazio lost to Lecce. This was the first game uh, that we watched. Uh, another disappointing one for Lazio that I, I couldn't believe. Um, people in Zaghi, Simona's brother, said that if there was no lockdown, Lazio would be uh, would most likely have won the I Scudetto. agree with that. I agree with you that. You agree with that? I agree with that. You know, it, it takes you off your... Feeling. Listen. It does. It takes you listen, off your game. It this does. coronavirus, it, it takes you off your rhythm. It takes off your, uh, your, uh, your drive. You know, a lot of people, they, they, they were never... Can't the same be said for every single team? But, I mean, on Inzaghi's team, it's very evident. They don't have it. Physically, they're not there. Something lot, looks very off with them. I've never seen them. A lot of them. They I don't, like I don't they see don't them really. They, I see them walking on the field. Yeah, it looks like a training yep. session. You have them. to remember, a lot of times, it's how you feel. Like, if, you've, if you're winning, winning brings on winning. Yes. And the mentality. So, when things are feeling good, Everyone and Lazio, during that run, man, they were, they were high as ever, man. So, but... Once now, it's been three months where things have stopped, and now you're back playing. But there's, it's kind of like hard to get it restarted again. But are you giving and them an noticed. excuse now? I'm not giving them an excuse. Like, I, I don't, Atalanta, no, I don't think, I don't I think it's an excuse. I think yeah. it's what is it? It's Lazio doing a lot better than what they were supposed to do, which we can say is true. Hundred percent. And and maybe? they got back to reality. Whereas if they were on the high still back in in March. They Maybe won. they could have finished out the season at a at a high. That's a Who knows? Point. Who knows? They could have even easily momentum. started I mean, peaking again too. But yeah, momentum. I do agree with that with what Peter said. I, I think that they, they definitely were overachieving. Uh, not to take anything away from them, but they were. I how, mean, how many games did they win in the last dying seconds? I remember the Cagliari oh, game, yeah, the 99th minute. Yeah. But I, I I agree with you. Yeah. The only thing is, I also do think there is a mentality thing in it where. You know, there are certain teams who uh, things can happen to them and it makes them crumble. And there are certain teams who things can happen to them and it can make them do better. You know, it's like it's like when you when you poke at you, you poke at somebody. Sometimes the person's just going to crumble up and sit there and accept you're poking him. And there's another one that they're going to attack. Yeah. And I think that that is part of what's happening. And I think that another part of it is 
and I know nobody will like to hear this, but I don't think Lazio's team is as deep. And, and I know not. you can always make the Atalanta argument and this and that. But in my opinion, yeah, it isn't. Well, Atalanta argument. Atalanta, you take off uh, Zapata, you have Muriel. Muriel is a good freaking player. Well, you know? to be fair, there were people who didn't believe in Muriel before this. Nah, but... A lot of people. Okay, you don't believe in him, yeah, believe in him, but he's still... Ball. He's still a player that has played in Serie A and, and has made the difference in Sevilla, has made the difference. So he's he's a guy that can play. Well, you That's could not also a say question for about... For them, I mean, Lazio, between their front three, between their front two, they have Saicedo, Immobile, and Correa. Okay. Those are three very good players. Uh, Saicedo's and a, Luis a, a good player. Yeah. But he's Saicedo, not, like, exploded this good year. Player, good player, he's still, but he's they, not... They uh, play with two he went on a run, too, so exactly. Even, so they have makes, three. It makes, their, it makes their squad even more thin. No, it doesn't. Playing. No, it doesn't. It's what the opposite. They have two, and they have three players, and they're three high-caliber players. Because Caicedo and Immobile were suspended, and they only had Correa. Then they put Luis Alberto. They had to move him up, who's a midfielder. My only argument is just that Muriel's on the bench. And for me, I would say Correa's on the bench for Lazio. You want to know something? For me, Muriel is just as good or better than Lukaku or Lautaro. Hands down. Give him the play time. Give him the minutes that those two guys have been afforded on Inter. First of you don't look at stats when it was Milan. Doesn't now you look matter, at stats. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Muriel is a technical player. Muriel, if you give them four balls or three balls, it's going to put one or two. They're going to put it in. Yeah. Can, but can they're we using say, Muriel as a secret weapon. Now he's not playing as many one, minutes. Two, three, four, five. Sometimes he gets into a break. He's faster than that. That's the only thing that is helping Lautaro is his speed. He doesn't have a lot of class, this guy. The guy doesn't have uh, too much, too Antonio, many things. Uh, can we, can we, can we say wanna, that Lazio's done? Listen, for just wanna, Muriel, why he's doing so good too, is he's he's more fresh than, say, Lukaku, Lautaro, that plays 90 minutes. Gasperi puts in 30 minutes a game, and he gives his a, absolute 100%. In. Well, Lautaro was on the bench last game. Yeah, okay, one, but for the whole season. Muriel has La, been, La, he's La, been La, a super La, La, so 22 years old. Lautaro's 22 years old. If you play 90 minutes how many times like Lukaku well, okay, or something, but then put as much but, energy. But the reverse, minutes, the reverse can be said. The reverse can be said because people will say, oh, you have consistency. Oh, look, you're getting game time minutes. You should be playing better. Right. Rather than when you have to come in 30 okay. minutes and then automatically do it's something. I get that, but you still, you, that energy gets used up for either way. He's 22. He's 22. At that age, the energy, the more you play, the better you do. No, I don't know. I'm telling you that at that age, energy. Mike's never that age. Factor. Mike's around that age. Ah, Mike, Mike is a uh, <laughs> is a punk. Listen to me. At that age, at 20 years old, you should be playing you? three games a day. Three games a Mike, day. Mike, you see? What kind of game and do you never play? get tired. Okay, this Lautaro. What does he do? When when the ball, when Inter is not playing offense, what do you, what do you see, Lautaro running up and down? He's the mess with this mask. Nothing. He's waiting over there. He's waiting. What are you waiting, talking about? Waiting. Lautaro always next. presses. Yo, but guys, anyway, next, next. going back Please. to okay. Lazio. No. Okay. Are they done for they the Scudetto? Uh, listen, if you're gonna still give Atalanta the chance. Lazio's still there. They have more points than Atalanta. If Atalanta wins. You watch. It, if you Atalanta know. wins, it, the yeah. entire city gets interesting. Yeah. How crazy? I mean, them? I don't know how interesting. Let's but put it this gives way. a chance. If how it, wouldn't it be interesting? No, They're six points. points. Eh. No, no, no. Six. 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 It would be if six points for Atalanta. Six points off first place. And if Lazio yeah, would be five. Lazio points. would be five. Five or four. Doesn't matter. Just no, check it out. No, don't put Inter. Inter is not on the list. We never said Inter. We never said Inter. Definitely go back in the race. Okay. Hundred percent. Champions League uh, draws. Um, we'll do. We'll do Europa League draws first. Uh, Inter will play either Leverkusen or Rangers if they qualify. If they, yeah. They have to play Getafe still. And Roma Getafe. would. Who's playing Getafe? Inter. 
If Inter go past Getafe, they how did they do so far? With the they haven't played. Play. Oh, they haven't they played. Play. Getafe is not an easy team. And then Roma would play uh, again if they would play either Wolves. Oh, Olympiacos. Or Wolves. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, one one. Uh, Wolves are probably. Gonna, Dude, are what's good. what's real Wolves different now? Good. Actually, and we'll, we're gonna go on to Champions League. Um, these are one-off games now. There's no more for the next round for quarterfinals. No They're two. one match because obviously they don't have enough time. So it's completely different. Yeah. It's one knockout match. We've seen how yeah, many times. The final with one, on yes. one game. One yeah. game. Like one There's game. no home and away. One game. Changes everything. Yeah. So, so in reality, it's kind of like how many times do we see like uh, Barcelona, they did the remontada, where in one match PSG was able to, but then you have the second leg and something else. Now can happen. Historic Roma, that. historic Roma so come back. It does, it does give, PSG. I think it favors the smaller uh, teams, the smaller teams because in a one off match, you could do something back. incredible. Mm, yep. So let's, let's talk about um, the Champions League draws. Yeah. Uh, Napoli, if they go through a Barcelona, which I believe it's 1 1, is the, yes. the current, right? 1 1. Yes. They would play either Chelsea or Bayern Munich, which is going to be Bayern Munich because Bayern's up 3-0 already. Mm. Juventus, if they go through with Lyon, which again, they're down uh, against Lyon, mm. uh, they would play either Real Madrid or mm. Manchester City. Oh, boy. I think Man City has the lead in that. They do and Sergio long. Ramos is not playing the Ooh. reverse leg. He's out. He got a red? I don't know. He's oh, out. Oh, damn. Uh, Atalanta against PSG. Confirmed. Yeah. Sign, seal, delivered. Now... Let's get our reactions to this. We'll start with Atalanta versus PSG. I'm going to tell you, when I saw that Atalanta was paired with PSG, I wasn't that mad. Can Icardi play? Yeah. yeah oh, my not? God. <laughs> I was, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, now, call me, is gonna score. call me crazy, but I don't think that this is that bad. I no, know. I want Atalanta to win, but no. I, unfortunately, Icardi is playing for PSG now. Number one. Number one. You're in the Champions League. You're not going to get an easy draw. There was only one team that you could get that you could say is easy, which is RB Leipzig. So if you had to choose any of the top teams, any of the top teams, I will take PSG 10 times out of 10. They are mentally, they have shown in the past to be mentally weak and break in the Champions League. Crumble, right? They've shown that they could crumble. Their team probably has the least amount of winning experience in Champions League out of the rest of the top teams. Again, I'm talking mm. about top teams. And when a team is attacking you the way Atalanta have, I don't think it's going to be as easy as they think. Now, I'm not saying Atalanta is going to go out there and win. But I'm just saying, I don't think it's as bad as some people are making it out to seem. And it's a one leg. It's one leg. No, they're all going to be in Portugal. It's random. And you're forgetting also one thing. PSG has not played a competitive game since March. Exactly. Five to six months, PSG is going to be not playing because their league is out. They'll play friendlies probably, but not. They have have two friendlies with Celtic and with somebody else. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't matter. Friendlies don't count. They and I know there's there's PSG fans that say that use that in their favor. In my opinion, it's not used in your favor. Mm-hmm. I don't think sitting out and not playing competitive yeah, football good. is good for you. Some will say, "Oh yeah, we're resting, so you're not gonna have injuries." Yeah. I don't like that. I like competitive spirit. I don't think it's as bad for Atalanta. The scary, the scary thing is they let in a lot of goals, and you're going against. Neymar, Mbappe, Cavani, and Icardi. They're two attacking That's my sides. fear. Dude, That's two, my fear. The thing is, they're two attacking That's my sides. fear. Yeah, but, the three-man back line but against But they them. were able to prove that they shut down Manchester Man City. City. Yeah. Okay, I was at that game. The first half, Man City could have easily scored three goals. But the second half, Man City didn't know what to, what to expect. And that was a turning point for Atalanta Man City, season. weren't they not playing? I think they were they winning already. No. They didn't need to they win. Were, they, they didn't need to win? They weren't automatically in first? I, no. I, no? They didn't. Quali- they weren't qualified from that game. They had to win. Listen, Atalanta, Atalanta, sure. Man City. to get first. Man City yeah. had to win. Yeah. Atalanta is gonna is gonna face some rough reality against the. Uh, I don't. I don't but think so. I think Icardi is 
It's done. Nobody thought. Nobody thought that they were gonna That's get true. to this point. Listen, what do you? What do you have to lose? Be, you are. The, you are so unfavored. On one game They're so unfavored. On that two-game situation, I see Atalanta is gonna lose. Really? Edge, no, I think it's the opposite. I'd be scared if I was PSG. I think too. it's the opposite. Just well, the underdog story, That's the thing. Yeah. PSG is really underrating. I've seen the reaction to it, Probably. which is crazy. Yeah. And then we also have to say disrespect from CBS Sports. So I don't know if you watched the clip that I sent you. They um they had they were talking about the the games and they I think they asked them who is the uh, who could be the surprise and they he brought up RB Leipzig 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 sorry um and he said he didn't he said not Atalanta because since the restart they haven't been good oh my god the guy must have been on drug what, now, what kind of a game is he watching he's the best team in the in the Europe Atalanta. now if you check the facts Atalanta have played six games since the restart six wins they've won six games they've won six times. In their last 13 matches, in all competitions, Champions League included, they've won 12 out of them. So if you're calling the one draw, mm-hmm. the the dip, that's your dip. And he, call, and he and said Leipzig had a had a good uh, record from the restart, and I think they only won two of those games. It makes the thing is, it's just I, I I can understand if you if you don't know and you say, well, I don't really know Atalanta. I haven't watched a lot of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could exactly. accept it. When you say when you say something wrong and like incorrect about Atalanta, it just shows the Serie A disrespect that's constantly portrayed by the mainstream media. And now CBS, they're the next Champions League rights yeah, holders. Exactly. What an impression on your first go ahead. You have an obligation. It's not like IFTV. We're here and we're going to talk about Man City and we have something wrong. We try not to speak about things we don't know. But when you are the rights holders, you have an obligation, if you're going to state something, to knowledge, for it to be basics. that and not disrespect Atalanta in that matter. And you know what gets me the most mad? I can accept a mistake. I can accept a mistake. But you have to come out and admit it. Still, every single person messaging saying that's wrong, that's wrong, will not come out and say that they're wrong. My that's problem. my problem. C- that's my problem. CBS is nothing but BS. Okay? <laughs> First of all. Second of all, I want to ask you something. How long did it take to come up with that? This Atalanta and uh, Atalanta against PSG, the, f- the fact that you play on a neutral stuff, so the, the goal differential will not count anymore. No. So yeah. Whoever scores, yeah. whoever wins, wins. Game, that's a- so what happened? Did you go to penalty, straight penalty, or yeah, you go to overtime? Extra, or maybe should they might take the extra time out. Be sure? Can no, you double check? I think it should be extra time. It should be extra time. Okay, but so, they took it out for Coppa Italia. We'll probably stay for UEFA competition. So, so we we'll go extra time and then penalty. Yeah. Well, on the penalty, would, uh, who's the goalkeeper of a PSG? Mm. Uh, oh, Navas, no? Uh, yes. Did you see the yeah, Navas, mm. yeah. Well, listen, I don't think... Golin is a good You're looking at the uh, yeah, penalties yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Figure out the oh, games. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm watching, ahead of, I'm watching <laughs> everything, Pete. Everything do you guys, counts. Do you guys, what do you guys think about the draw, though? Overall, okay for Atalanta. Is it doable or is oh, this definitely doable? Definitely. I think it's a they 50-50. Proved us wrong so much. I would you think say it's 50-50? I think it's 60-40 for a PSG. Okay. Yeah. I would for say fa- for the fact that you have a striking a striking line yeah. that is deadly. Atalanta have proven that they can play I hope up. I'm wrong. They can play up against whoever. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, then, as far as if the game goes in in their favor or, or doesn't, you know, only only the game itself will, will tell us that. But Atalanta, they're not afraid to, to verse anyone. PSG could be, you know, you know, you can't say it's favorable, not favorable, but the fact that they're not pay, playing competitive soccer, uh, competitive football, and Atalanta's got a high, you know, they, they've been on a high the whole season practically, you know, they're, they're going to be re- ready. And also Atalanta's going to be rested because the last Serie A game is August 2nd, and the first game that they play is August 14th. So they're gonna have twelve days to prepare for that game. That's a so lot of time. PSG, uh, you know, they can be rested, six months rested, 
But Atalanta is going to have 10 to 12 days where they're going to have themselves all set up. Let's let's go to the next one. Uh, Napoli. Uh, obviously, first of all, Napoli need to get over uh, Barcelona first and foremost. It's a 1-1 draw. Um, obviously, with the favor towards Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think about, uh, about Napoli? Okay, Napoli Napoli is one of those unpredictable teams, like, like AC Milan or like Atalanta. On a one-game situation, I mean... Everybody's been affected. Well, this is the second game. Doesn't matter. We're talking about on the camp camp nou that has no spectators. (laughs) It It doesn't matter. The camp nou has got no spectator. The environment that you're going to be facing is not what you think it is. is. There's no loudness over there. You're going to see a bunch of fake spectators. You're not going to see much much going on over there. So it's going to be focused on you against... You know, it's going to be strictly soccer. No spectator, no extra advantage. None of that stuff. Because believe it or not, the fact that you're playing away could make a, big, a, a huge difference. We're talking all the time of we're playing home or playing away. In this particular situation, nothing counts anymore. And Barcelona is not in their greatest moments. Yeah. Obviously, there's a long way to go. We don't know if they're going to win the league but, and this uh, and that. But again, I think they're, I mean, I was listening to Barcelona I TV them- and they, they were like, oh yeah, we're, we're probably going to go past now. You know, I think that there, it's scary when you have a team that thinks like that. There's I, always the... I'll give Napoli 40%. 40%. 40%. Okay. Barcelona is favorite to win. If they if they didn't have, you know, Messi, Suarez, all these guys, okay. Griezmann, they're favorite to win. Yeah. Um, that 40%. being said, this is another Napoli. This is not the Napoli that played them that first game. One of those, but uh, what I'm trying to say is that this the, the problems that Napoli had seem to be very, very far away. If we remember the beginning of the season, the whole thing with De Laurentiis, the meltdown with the players, Ancelotti, in or out, whatever, Gattuso has completely changed that team and its mental approach, okay? So we're looking at a Napoli team that is completely different than when they first versus Barcelona. And we're looking at a Barcelona team that are, they are, on, path, are on path to lose the, the La Liga after being on top the whole season. Okay, and they're four points away right now. And on top of that, Leo Messi just announced or whatever that they're not renewing for 2021. Everything is on hold right now. So all that confusion, yeah, yeah. Uh They stopped negotiations after 2021. So as of right now, Messi could have the chance to leave 2021 free. So all this confusion, all this stuff right now, Barcelona, this... uh, I'm not saying it's going to play a major factor because I would I hope Messi is a professional enough that go nothing on, bothers him. I hope but we actually want him but to be I hope he's not. But, we want him to be <laughs> yeah. but what I'm trying to say is all these things bubbling or up, right? Have been coming up and there's a lot to question Barcelona right now. The coach is the is, not is a disaster right? and the players don't want to play for yeah. him. Exactly. Griezmann's not getting on the pitch. Why is it good? So everything and Messi that does not look like he likes look, looks like Barcelona's about to implode. Forty percent. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. 40%. And then the only thing is that if Napoli go through, you're playing against Bayern Munich, and Bayern Munich is one of the hottest teams in Europe. Hey, but you know what? Lose said it. I agree. One I know. game. I know. I know. Yeah. Roll just, the dice. I'm just stating. I'm just stating. Who, and, but who Napoli's been in pretty good form. But okay, you got to focus on the first one. They get out Barcelona. You never know what could happen. The next round, Juventus. Uh, first off, they need to get past Lyon, yeah, yep. um, which are down 2 1 in. Um, one and the match is actually going to be. 1 0. Is it 1 0? Yeah, it's 1 0. Why do I think 2 1? Whatever, one goal. Playing in um, they're playing in Torino. This game is going to be in Torino on August 7th. Uh, have to go through Lyon. There's no ifs, ands, and buts around they it. Better. If you got yeah. out to Lyon, that's, yeah, that's it. Sayonara. Yeah, let me tell you something. to everything. Well, well, how many chances do you give Juventus to go through? They should, they 80, should have 80 70%. 70%. I think at more least. than that. 
I would say 60. 60 would be a stretch. Okay. Um, and then if Juventus, let's just say stretch. if Juventus do go through, since we're saying all these ifs, yeah. they would play one of Real Madrid or Manchester City, which I know a lot of people are looking at this and like, oh my God, you got to play Real Madrid or Man City. I like it. I like it a lot. Number one, if you're out there and you're scared of any of these teams with the team that Juventus has, you don't belong in Champions League. That's number one. I want to play. I want to get the best teams. Who do you prefer? I, Real you, Madrid. Man City or Real Madrid. I want Real Madrid. No, no, no. no. Sergio Ramos will be there for the next yeah, one. The I want Real Madrid because I want revenge. And I think Real Madrid is a harder team to play. I know Man City's more informed, but history will matter. And Real Madrid in, in Champions League are a different beast. And I want Ronaldo to knock out his former team. That's what I want. And I'm going to go on record. <laughs> I'm going to be bold right now. You see, I don't like I don't like to play this middle ground. One second. One second. You're going to find out after the next thing that I say. It's not that crazy. I'm going to be bold right now because I don't like to stay in the middle. I don't like to be, oh, look, at least I wasn't wrong. I want to go on record and say it now. If two conditions, if Juventus go through Lyon, and if a few key players stay healthy for Juventus, De Ligt, Ronaldo, Dybala, etc., a few others, what? They're going to win the Champions League. Juventus will win the Champions League. Man. Well, Juventus will, be after? will win it's two, the Champions it's League. It's three games. Worry, doesn't win. matter. But if they don't, you're going to take us. Which, which restaurant are you going to take us? You're McDonald's. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> it's not that crazy. So, thing, though. this is... It's not that crazy? Oh. Okay, so are Juventus going to win the Champions League? I mean, Who's winning the Champions Who's winning the Champions League? I know you could. Anyone could. That's what I'm saying. Well, you're making it seem like I'm going out. I was like, okay, okay. okay. Hold on. Nobody, nobody speak. Who's winning the Champions League? Give your if opinion right now. One? Bayern is winning. Who's um, winning it? I'll give it a... Bayern. I'll throw Atalanta in there if we're playing. Atalanta's winning the Champions League. Bayern Atalanta's against Atalanta. Who's winning the Champions League? Who's winning the Champions League? They were one of the Bayern. favorites to win it. It's not like Champions League. Who's winning the Champions League? Uh, Forza Dea, baby. Let's go. I don't know. I got to see how... Uh... Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, on this side, if Juventus would win, right? They would play Man City, whatever. The next one that Juventus would have to play is what? Is between if uh, Napoli. They're in the same side as Napoli, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and Chelsea, which is beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> and then you will go to the final. Now, this is where it gets interesting for Atalanta. Atalanta are on the side with, obviously, PSG. If they will go through PSG, they play one of RB Leipzig and Atletico. Let's just say Atletico. So it will be Atalanta against Atletico. Winner goes to the final. I said, all all the final, guys, Atalanta are three games from a Champions League final. Three games, Champions League final. I told this punk is going to be Bayern against Atalanta. Bayern you're saying that final. you're going on record. Bayern against Atalanta, and then you're saying Bayern wins. Ah, uh, well, I will wait. You just <laughs> said Bayern were gonna win. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to see how many red cards. Which team gets red cards? Red cards. Some of, some of the Where does that come from? If Lewandowski is not there, then Bayern is there. Then Bayern is gonna have to win. What would be a bigger? What's a bigger achievement? Leicester winning the league or Atalanta winning Champions League? I would league? say. No, I would say Atalanta. Atalanta, because you're facing the biggest uh, team on the world. Yeah, Champions League is, is, yeah. is hard. Look at Juventus. Juventus can't win a Champions Juventus, League Juventus. in a long time. Listen to me. No, you said, <laughs> he was just saying. That's okay. the other question. <laughs> right. Listen, he wasn't no, saying it like that. Listen to me. The question that oh, everybody question. Should, be, should be asking yourself is this. What? If you guys fail, either at the Campionato or the Champions League, you fail, you fail badly. How many, how many weeks you have to, to make the move on, uh, on the bench, whether to, to get a new coach or to get uh, new players or to adjust what you need to do for the season that is about to start three weeks after that? Well, this is a problem. Let's go to our audio-only version. Guys, head on over Spotify, Podbean, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, head on over right now. What was your question? The question is, since there is not much time between the Champions League and the UEFA, and the UEFA final, if you guys have to make an adjustment, I mean, the Serie A and all the major teams, if you guys have to make an adjustment about sucking the coach, getting a new coach. I don't think you really or can. Buying, yes, you can. I don't think it's going to be. You start it now. If you, buy, if you guys are, are, have already made plans for Conte, it's either you tell him and say, hey, listen, you're going as far as uh, to the, the campionato, it's, it's over. Whether you win the UEFA, whether you don't, you're out. I'm yeah. sure a lot of team, a lot of team, they're making this kind of a. Well, if they make that, that decision, he's out the he's next out. day. He's not going to be out after the Europa League. Can well, we take questions from fans? Real would quick, you suck Sarri? Would you suck Sarri if, uh, if they don't win? If they don't go past the Leone oh, and, and the next one? Uh, well, the absolutely. thing is, they, who's, a, who's a replacement? Yeah. That's only no, problem. No, answer my question. <laughs> would you suck Sarri? Say yes or no. If you could get a really good <laughs> coach. No, <laughs> Would you suck Sarri? Yes or no? He doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> no. Okay, great. We know that you love Sarri. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> would you? Me? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, only one season. No, I, I give coaches time. Yes or no? I just told you. Is that yes? No, I said no. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I would. Who would you replace yeah, him with? I, I don't know. I would put uh, Guardiola. Okay. But again, okay. Maria asks, do you think that Atalanta could grab second place? Antonio, quick. Yes, 100%. I think so too. Yep. They are grabbing. Really yep, so yep, 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 Even yep. If, they, if they win or lose to Juve, will it matter? No. 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 Okay, good. No. I like that. Um, we have a question from Quasson. He says, uh, it sounds like, <laughs> uh, he said, do you think Ibrahimovic should stay at Milan next season? I wish. That'd be so nice. Or at least Italy. Uh, that is a, a, a 40% chance in my. Do you want him to, Anto? Yes. As a Milan fan. You I want want him to Where play. do you get these numbers from? I, it's, <laughs> this it's calculator. The, the fact that I get the number that Ragnic is going to have to go over there on his knees and beg him. I said, please, stay with us for at least one more season. Would, should he stay, though, is the question. Yes? I yes. would say he yes. He brought yes. positive yes. impact Peter? to Milan. Yes, I, so. I think so. I thought yeah. you were going to say something else. Uh, I am RKG asked, can Milan win the Scudetto this season? Next season. I was about to say. Uh, like Ibrahimovic says. Milan doesn't give a damn about the Scudetto. Yeah. Milan, uh, Milan cares about the Champions League. So, uh, to be honest with you, just say uh, maybe. It's not a yes, okay. no. There's so no yes and no. We, we care more about the Champions League. Okay. But you're I not going to be in the Champions League. But we can League. fight within that. He means to get to the Champions League. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Alex9 Phenomeno said, I do a shot every time Antonio mentions Conte's salary or Lotaro's price tag. And now I'm in the ICU with alcohol poisoning. Antonio, are you going to pay my medical bill? <laughs> said, please don't put your money and your, and your liquor on, on Conte's fate. Just drink because you like to drink because Conte is an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Just don't uh, don't bother with him. Everything goes back to Conte. Don't bother with him. That guy's a punk. But Conte makes you drink. Conte is a punk. Oh, okay. He's not a coach. He's a motivator. He's not, not even a good motivator because if he was good at motivating you players... You just said that you needed a coach that can motivate players. But he's not a good motivator. You I'm just telling you. He's not a good motivator. He's not good at that stuff either. Connor asks, should Inter cash in on screen air and buy someone like Kumbula and use the rest of the money in different areas of the squad? Peter? Cash in even on Lautaro. Send, sell Gauta, Lautaro, Skriniar. Another, another shot. Take another five <laughs> shots on those guys. Sell them. Sell. Ninja needs to sell a lot of players. I, I would keep Sanchez. I would keep Sanchez 1,000%. No, going back to the Skriniar thing, I think Skriniar deserves another shot because yeah. he had a great season the year before. Mm -hmm. uh, one bad season is understandable. 
I keep putting. He's a four-man back line, though. He had a good season. Yeah, such a good question. Yeah, but I mean, he's a he's a good defender. Can he now become a great defender? Still but time to see. But he's also young. System, he's a 95. So. Gijo asks Antonio, if Louis Vuitton would buy Milan, but there is one condition, Sadi has to coach Milan for one season. Would you accept it or would you rather keep Elliot as the ownership of Milan? Gijo, this is a great question. Gijo, great question. Don't make any mistakes here. Everyone well, let me you. tell you something. Louis Vuitton is not Italian either, right? He's French. Yeah, right? it's French. So, you know, between an American and a French, you know, I'll take an, I'll keep the Americans because I li we live in the United States. But as far as, as far as Sarri, <laughs> no. Sarri, Sarri's not a coach. So you, but you, you hate, you were going crazy that Louis Vuitton would buy Milan. Yeah, but, uh, you know, but not then you give Sarri. me Sarri. <laughs> give me Louis Vuitton without Sarri, then it's a different story. But you're putting Sarri into the, 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 the equation. Mix. I don't want it. Stephen Cole asks, is the title race back on if Juventus lose tomorrow? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but Lazio no, gotta keep winning in Atalanta. Nah, I will say no. The, the race to me, seventy-five percent. The race is already done. It's no more race over there. So it's still a race, technically. I think Juventus needs the tie. Juventus needs the tie. Couple important games, and then the, the race is over. Lazio had a beat Spal, and oh man. That's it. I'm gonna get annoyed if I talk about this. Listen, this is a campionato that Juventus. It's only on Juventus to lose. Lecce, not mm -hmm. I mean, if they if they if yeah, they yeah. don't win it, because they really don't deserve it. But, uh, you know, they have all the, the chances, the opportunity for them to bring it over. We have a great question from AJ. He says, Antonio, do you consider Joe Barone a friend? Yes, he is. <laughs> you said he's not a friend. Joe Barone is a friend. Unfortunately, he's coaching Fiorentina. I would, I would like to see him uh, coaching AC Milan. I mean, uh, with somebody else. But uh, what you're going to do, Joe? Well, listen to those backstabbers. They a bunch of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> that was vocal. We're going to have to blur that out. All right. uh, last question from Turbo <laughs> EXP. He said... Uh, with after seeing Alexandro and Danilo, what fullbacks do you think Juventus should sign next season? Good ones. <laughs> I'll give you Calabria. Gorsens actually oh, was so linked much. to uh, the left wing back from Atalanta. Was actually linked to uh, Juve. I'm scared if he could play left back or not though. Yeah, so you gotta come. Hey, I'm Silas Maker. <laughs> <laughs> He's a winger, isn't he? Salim I, like, right I think Quadrado is good as a right back. If you can get Gorsens. It would give more freedom for more freedom for Guadalajara. Yeah, but more freedom for Guadalajara. But Champions League, you think Quadrado's going to like... Quadrado. like a converted... Quadrado. Cancelo back. He can, he can. Okay, guys. Uh, as always, thank you for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Rate the podcast with five stars. And we'll see you soon. Big game tomorrow.